Craig Brain is not your brain or my brain. Love it or hate it or something in between. Welcome to the squishy, alien middle inside of this dude's skull. Take a peek. Take a peek. Welcome to Craig Brain. This section in this kind of chunk of, uh, there's a bunch here, it's on work and workmanship. So even though last week I talked about the letter to my son, we put that in the in this section um, because a lot of that letter ended up being uh, about just work and things that I learned in business and money. And, and so on this episode, this is actually just a letter I wrote to my friend Dave. The same guy, funny, which is working now with Nolan doing music. The same guy I told in this letter to get a job and stop playing music and trying to live after his childhood dream. So I actually thought about not even including this letter in Craig Brain. And then as we kind of went back and forth, it was just like, oh no, like let's just let's just let's just put it in here. And so Dave's a friend that just for context, I met 20 years ago. I used to do something called Craig and Jake Live, spoke around the country, and then we started something called Fireproof Events. Um, that was before Kirk Cameron ruined it with everything he did with Fireproof. Um, although we do get asked to sign Kirk Cameron DVDs sometimes. Um, so you can send those if you're interested. I don't really you know, care for what he's done, but that's another podcast and another day. And people ask me all the time, though, why do you not like Kirk Cameron? And I think beyond the bad, cheesy Christian stuff he does all the time, it's just that mentality of like, you got to win somebody to the Lord in like three minutes or less. And just like, we're in the, I don't know. So I just think it's bad theology. And I just think people take more than three minutes. And sometimes it takes three years or three months as you just care for people. And it's not just a scorecard. So anyways... That's my beef. And they've just been really mean to us at Triple X Church. So I wish them well, but I would never want to watch a Kirk Cameron movie um, other than Growing Pains because that was just classic. But that was all because of Boner, not uh, – I mean, there's a character named Boner in Growing Pains. I was like, that was awesome. Anyways, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about my friend David. And he was in a band, frontman of a band called Pax 217. And – my favorite band, not because like even their, I mean, their music was awesome. They did great with kids, played all our events. They weren't rock stars where, I mean, they're just great. They were just great. We booked a lot of bands that were like, ah, they're just, they're just dumb. And uh, Dave was like, I just hit it off. And after his first event, um, it was, you know, a thousand person youth conference. They came and played. I asked for his number and I just, <laughs> was like nervous. Like, I'm going to call the guy in the band and ask him out, like, you know, with his wife and my wife, and we're going to be friends, like literally. And so we've been friends for 20 years. Um, Dave, uh, after the band kind of fell apart, he didn't know what he was going to do. And so I actually hired him for a season to work at Triple X Church. Things were just kind of taking off. Um, And then over the years, he got into photography and He's always just kind of kicked around his love for music, but we've been great friends. And I would say the reason why I choose to include this letter to Dave is because I can't be more opposite than Dave. 
Um, I'm a guy that's been operating out of my head for years, and Dave's a guy that's been trying to operate out of his heart for years. And um, somewhere in the middle of Dave and Craig is like a really good person, a really good balanced human being, um, somebody that could operate um, out of both those places. And so this letter I wrote to him well over a year ago, and it was Dave continuing to struggle because he wasn't passionate about the work that he was doing. Uh, Dave's creative genius. Uh, Dave knows and is got a care and love for people more than anybody I know. Uh, he could talk to anybody about anything. And then his gifts for uh, yeah creativity are just through the roof. And he's been the camera guy. And so I was just like, one night, just he had sent me a message about just, it was a really heartfelt message. And it was too, too much heart. Too much, well, there's no deadlines and there's no this. And Craig, that's not the world. How, and it was like, no, Dave, this is the world. And this is how it operates. And this, and what I sent to him is a very Craig Gross circa 1998 to 2017 type email. Just telling him, no, dude, this isn't like get your shit together and work. Like it doesn't matter. Suck it up. And it's funny because there's a lot of successful, not theology, but um, teachings today, books. There's a book right now on the New York Times bestseller list that's called F Your Feelings. And it's just, it's kind of like what I sent to Dave. Like, Dude, it does that stuff doesn't matter. Just go work harder and and get something. And music and these passion areas, um, they could just be hobbies. And I think, I think in in if you read this once again, it's another one that you have to read to kind of. I can't really summarize. You might go, Craig's an a hole. Like Craig's an oh. Others of you are like, yep, that's yeah, that's it. And. Some of you might go, oh, just get teary-eyed and go, oh, my gosh, I could not imagine a friend beating me or kicking me like that. Um, and, yeah, like I said, I, I don't – you can't hit unsend. But I think what Dave and I decided to do this year starting in January um, – and like I said, he's one of my closest friends, so we can be direct. We can be honest. He can tell me these things. Uh, and – and we can see interesting different perspectives. And we've done that our, our whole 20 years of being friends. Um, but I think what we're learning to do now is like instead of even resisting each other or instead of like, no, you do this and you do that and this and then just going, no. What about if we could learn from each other? Because I know I need more heart and Dave knows he needs more head. Like and and how somewhere – yeah, you're going to – that's not what I meant if you're – some of you people are like head. No. Like more head space. Let's not be inappropriate here. Um, <laughs> yeah. The thought is how could we lean into kind of each other's strengths and learn from each other? So we just carved out some time over the, um, the last few months, intentional time. Um and it's funny. It's like, well, I'm coaching you or are you coaching me or, you know, how's that work? No, this is just two friends that can learn from each other. And I think we we try and put words to stuff like this, like, oh, I'm a coach now or I'm this. And some of us are like, Ugh, I, don't, I don't. how do you how do you describe 
that other than, hey, you have something I can learn from and I have something that you could learn from. And then together, if we could integrate some of these things, I think that's the true thing. Like I'm not a fan of like just a book that says F your feelings. Um, I'm not a fan of just something that says, no, just go work, work out of your passion. And like there's got to be some of that balance because I think it's just how we're wired. And some of us are operating completely out of a heart space and some of us are operating completely out of a headspace. So um, anyways, on this on this email, this is me. Uh, this is Craig Brain. That's, that's me telling Dave this, but – I won't get into everything, but man, as we've started to learn from each other, um, one of the things that happened, I mentioned in the last episode about Jeanette and some self-discovery from that um, was one night me and Dave hanging out after a full day of him saying, hey, Craig, you know what? Like, I, I know Jeanette, but I don't really even know Jeanette. But if I could tell her something, if I could... I, you know, and he starts just telling me all these things. I was like, you need to tell Jeanette that like tonight, like we call Jeanette, can you go to dinner? And, and, and so we go to dinner and I was like, Dave, like you tell Jeanette what you just told me. And I'm just sitting there and Jeanette's crying within a few minutes. And then I'm watching Dave talk to my wife in a way that I don't talk to my wife. It's a, you know, and we can get into that. We will later about this whole idea of like male, female and how much in the church we're like, oh, you have a penis. I can't talk to you and you're going to want to F me. And like, oh, like that whole thing. I can't drive with you. I can't do this. And we set up all this stuff. So I think we go, oh no. So I, my wife has one male that's been in her life, me, and that has, but there's other people that, well, but because you're of the opposite sex, there might be, no, like we got to, I think, do away with some of that stuff. And I realized what Dave was like, I was watching him talk to Jeanette and have a different response. And so I'm learning from that whole thing going, man, if I talked to Jeanette like that, didn't just provide solutions or do this, but led with the heart. There was a, a situation that happened like two weeks after that, where literally like I was telling Dave about something and something that changes in Jeanette's life. And it was pretty incredible. But then I start talking on the phone to Jeanette and Dave took the phone. So then I grabbed Dave's phone and I recorded one of my best friends talking to my wife and she was crying again of like, because like he was getting through in a different way than I could. And I was like, I'm watching what he's doing and I'm playing that video back because I go, man, I need to do more of that. And of course, being a competitive guy, I'm like, that's the dumbest competition ever. I'm going to get my wife to cry more than you are. But I mean, I was like, no, it's not about crying, but it's like being vulnerable and opening up. And and those things have happened since where I'm like, man, you taught me this. I taught you that. And it's not in that student-teacher type thing. It's just as friends learning from each other. Um, so that's what I hope you kind of get as you read this letter. I'll, I'll share one last story, and it was fun because one of our days together, Dave and I have these electric skateboards I think we said we bought them for our kids, but like they're really for us. And so we're cruising around uh, Laguna and Dave's like, I mean, once again, he's a free spirited guy that's like not locked in his head like like I've been for years. And um, he's just cruising down PCH. He's the same guy that told me there's a setting on the, the skateboard to go up a notch. I was fine for like six months. I've had my skateboard not at the fast speed. And Dave's like, no, you can even go up a notch. And I was like, all right. So we're skating down the the way, and we had our we both have these uh, ear ear pods, or the Bose ones, and um, 
not as cool as like all the AirPods that people are flat flexing, but um, better, more comfortable. And so Dave's, um, Dave's are funny. Their names Heart, and mine are named Craig's ears, <laughs> just Craig's ears. So he's cruising. I'm, I'm cruising, and he's like probably 50 feet in front of me, going down the hill on PCH, going into Laguna, like on the street because the cars were stopped. And I was like, "What the heck's he doing?" And I was like, I wish I could go that fast as Dave and just be, he's swerving in and out. And we got the, we were listening to the same song and it was just rad. But I was like, if you go that fast, you're going to fall and that's going to hurt really hard. And I'm thinking, and that's that idea is like, maybe I don't need to go as fast. Maybe I could go a little slower, still enjoy this. So that's that idea of like, my head doesn't just go, I'm all in on that. And it was like I saw it coming, and I've never seen somebody fall so hard on one of these skateboards. Um, like to the point of like I get nervous, and I pay more respect now to that skateboard uh, than I ever have. Um, because you, until you fall, you just don't know. Like, I mean, we had no helmets. We had, and he's on PCH, and he just fell so hard. And I was like, yeah, dude, that's why you don't go that fast. I didn't say that. But we pulled over to the side of the road and we both just pulled out our earbuds. He's bleeding. All his clothes are ripped. Um, and he bounced off. I mean, he took the fall pretty good on his hip. But um, And then he's like, dang it. And he gets so pissed. And he's like, my ear, like his ear bows thing fell out, the left ear. So he goes out on PCH and he can't find it. And... Um, it was like one of the, I think Dave and I will talk about this story maybe the rest of our lives. So we're sitting there as he's bleeding. I'm like laughing, but like also like, dude, I saw it. And we're just like, I can't believe this. We sat there probably for an hour because it was like almost in disbelief of like, what the heck? And then I said, Dave, give me your other, um, your other ear pod. And he gave it to me and I just chucked it on PCH. And, uh, and I just laughed. It was just like, um, and I handed him mine and mine say Craig ears and he hasn't renamed them. And it was just this funny idea of, so when I talk to Dave now, he's like, I got my Craig ears on. And just that idea of like, I joked with him going, I should have kept one of those. And what we should have done is like had one that says hard and one that's, you know, Craig ears. It's like this idea of like, um, man, maybe that's like that perfect balance of, of head and heart. Uh, instead, I just gave him to mine and I said, hey, I'll get a new pair. Um, and so that's been the joke with Dave of like, hey, I'm listening. I've, I've got my ears on that are listening, not to just crazy emails like you used to send me, but just ideas of, of, just me, him leaning into more of the, the headspace and me leaning in more to the heart space. And a lot of change and a lot of great things have happened. So when books are out there that just says, F that or do this and that, and emails like maybe I wrote, maybe are too toxic. Um, because I think somewhere in the balance, uh, somewhere in the middle is a great balance. So check it out. It's called Dave. What the hell? <laughs> um and that was, I think, the title of my email. But I'm so glad that he's a friend that um, 
didn't just say screw off, but he's a friend that said, hey, let's keep learning and growing together. And um, just so surreal to have be that's the guy, even as I record this right now today, my son's normally helping me, but Dave and Nolan are working on a music project still. And um, that's fun. That's fun to see. Anyways, that's all I got. Thanks for watching. Thanks for thinking through Craig Brain. This podcast is only a small summarized part of a larger conversation. To read the full story, check out www.craigbrain.com and follow at Craig Gross on whatever social suits your fancy. Music.